One of my favorite podcast hosts, Mike Schmitz from Bookworm and from the Focus podcast, is fond of saying that you should be creating more than you are consuming. He says he gives this advice to his kids in particular to help them avoid getting sucked into the YouTube algorithm. I think this is really great advice for small business owners too, especially since there is so much content available to us all the time. We have an endless supply of books to read and courses to watch and webinars to sign up for. And of course, there's YouTube and TikTok and blog posts and podcasts and all kinds of other stuff. You could literally spend every minute of your day just listening to what other people think and say and create. This is episode 106 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast. And today I want to talk to you about the difference between creating and consuming. I know so many people who have a lot of knowledge to share, and it really makes me sad to see them spend most of their time reading and watching what other people are doing instead of making their own voice heard and sharing what they know. But you might be saying, okay, but Cindy, I have to learn new things. I don't know how to do this stuff yet, and I read and I watch webinars and I listen to podcasts so I can learn it. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. You know I'm a big fan of podcasts and video in particular, so what gives? What's my point here? How can we find a balance between creation time and consumption time? That's what we're going to find out today. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey, it's Cindy, and thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with me. You'll find the show notes and the recommended resources for this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 106. While you're there, be sure to download the online business roadmap This step-by-step plan will show you exactly what to focus on during this phase of your business, whether you're just starting out or you're ready to scale. It's probably fitting that the new roadmap starts with content creation, since that's what I've been talking about for the past couple of weeks. Also, if you're new to the show, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. New episodes drop every Thursday morning, and next week I'm going to dive into the details of what's happening with Google and Yahoo email. Some of my Six Figure Systems members are concerned, and maybe you are too, so I'm going to break it down for you and let you know exactly what you need to do to keep your emails out of the spam folder. But that is next week. This week is all about the balance between consuming and creating. And this is a big issue for content creators like us, because let's face it, consuming is easy and creating is hard. Here it is, Tuesday morning, and that means, for me, it's podcast day. I have this episode to write. I need to record it. Obviously, that's what I'm doing right now. I need to write the show notes for it so I can get it to my husband so he can get it scheduled. Do I want to be doing this? Well, I mean, I love to... I love being a podcaster. I love having a podcast. I love to record podcasts, but still, my brain is throwing all kinds of excuses at me. It's telling me that this is terrible, that I should start over, that I should scrap this whole concept and do something different, that I should talk about something different, that this isn't useful, that I should do more research about this topic before I record a podcast about it. Now, 
I'm pretty fortunate in that I have a system and I have a routine. I know that this episode is going to get done today, and I know that because it's what I do. It's what I've done just about every week for the past 105 episodes. Podcasting on Tuesdays is just what I do, and I do it in particular because I know that you're waiting for it to show up in your podcast app on Thursday. So I am committed to creating this content for you today. I also know that this is important for you to understand and that it's something that I see people struggling with. So I want to share my thoughts with you about this balance between consuming and creating. But if you're brand new, if you are a brand new creator, you're brand new in business, or maybe you've been doing this for a few months, it's a lot harder to find that balance. It's a lot harder to create new content. You're going to feel like you're doing it wrong and that you should learn more before you try to create anything. You're going to feel like it's taking you too long and maybe you can learn a faster way before you get started. You're going to feel like no one's even listening to you, so why should you bother? You're going to feel like content creation is just hard and that you need to learn more before you can do it well. And these feelings are normal. Everybody feels like this sometimes. That's why it feels so much better to switch over from creating mode to consuming mode or to learning mode. But here's the thing. Learning is not the same as doing, and you really can't afford to get these two things mixed up. I know it feels productive. I know it feels like you're making progress. Maybe you're taking all kinds of notes and you're discovering new ideas and you have a list of things that you're going to do someday. But listen, if you're not actually creating something with that knowledge, if you're not actually writing content and recording courses and designing products and implementing what you learn, then what you're learning is really just going to waste. I remember years ago, I worked for David Perdue. He was the founder of MyNAMS, and he held conferences, business conferences, twice a year in Atlanta for several years. And after that, they went fully online, and they still, NAMS still exists today, and his daughter is running it now. But when I worked for David, he was running live conferences, and his live conferences featured multiple teachers, sometimes 20 or 30 instructors in a single conference, and he broke the conferences down into education levels similar to what you would see in a university setting. So he had NAMS 100, 200, 300, and 400 levels, and the 400 level was obviously for advanced students, and the 100 level was for beginners, 200 and 300 were somewhere in between. And what he told me was that attendees would want to go to the higher level sessions because they felt they already knew all of the lower level stuff. But David always advised them that if they weren't doing the low-level stuff, if they weren't actually implementing it, if they didn't actually put that information to use in their business, then they didn't really know it. And that is 100% true. If you are not doing what you are learning, then you don't know it well enough to learn something differently. Think about it like you would think about learning tennis or golf or some other sport or some other activity. You can't learn to serve a tennis ball just by reading a blog post about it or by watching a webinar. No matter how many videos you watch or how much training you take, if you don't actually get out on the court and serve a lot of balls, you are not going to learn how to serve a tennis ball. It's just not possible. 
You can't get better at something by watching more webinars or buying more courses either. You have to implement what you learn or you're just spending money and wasting time. And here's another thing that I think maybe we forget about. You learn more by doing than you will through passive consumption. Years ago, I taught myself how to knit by watching YouTube videos, but I didn't really learn it until I picked up the needles and some yarn and started doing it. And then that learning becomes like a snowball. I begin to teach myself new techniques just because I knew the basics, but I couldn't have done that until I actually picked up those knitting needles and started knitting. No no amount of YouTube videos, no amount of courses, no amount of book reading or pattern reading would have helped me to learn as much as I did simply by picking up needles and starting a project. Now, does that mean that you should never consume anything, that you should just put your head down and get to work and never look up and see what's new? Of course not. I mean, listen, I'm sitting here at my desk right now recording a podcast episode that I hope you will listen to. After this, I'm going to be working on an upcoming workshop that I hope you're going to buy. Obviously, I want you to make time for learning, but I want you to do it with intention. Consume the right content. Learn the important things that are going to make a difference in your business and then implement what you learn. One time at a business conference, I bumped into Lynn Terry. She was an early mentor of mine, and I learned a lot from her about affiliate marketing and online business in general, and I'm still a part of her forum over at Click News, as a matter of fact. Anyway, I was speaking at this conference in Atlanta, and Lynn was there in the audience, and we were chatting in the hallway between sessions, and she dropped a knowledge bomb on me that I have never forgotten. She said, for every course I buy or conference I attend, my goal is always the same. I want to get one nugget of information from it that I can implement. I want one thing that will improve my business in some way. That's what makes that course or that conference worth my time and money. So her goal wasn't to learn everything. It was to learn the right things, to take what she needed from the content she was consuming and then put it to work for her. I think that's smart advice, and I've made that my goal as well. Now, here's what I hope that you will take away from this episode today. In other words, the little nuggets of information that I hope you'll make use of. I definitely hope that you're going to make time for learning in your schedule, but I want you to prioritize high-quality content over low-quality filler content. And here's what I mean by that. If you have a choice between reading a book about a subject and reading a blog post about a subject, choose the book. The book is going to have better information for you. If you have a choice between spending your time watching a course that you purchased or browsing Twitter threads, watch the course content. It's much more valuable to you. If you have a choice between signing up for a webinar or scrolling through TikTok, choose the webinar every single time. That higher quality content is going to be much more valuable to you than that low quality, scrollable, snacker content, I guess I'd call it. Think about it like the difference between choosing a nutrient-dense food or a donut. Which one is going to serve you better? Are the eggs and toast breakfast going to be better for you or the donut? Is the salad going to be better for you than the pizza? That's the same concept with what you are choosing to consume in terms of content or in terms of training or in terms of what you are learning in your business. 
choose the higher quality, nutrient-dense content instead of the donut content. I hope that you will also be selective about what you choose to consume. It can feel really productive to learn how to optimize your Facebook ads, but if you don't have a product to sell or a budget for ads, it is a waste of your time. Remember that things change really fast in the online business world, and what you learn today might not even be relevant in six months when you're ready for it. It's like that old story about the sale on cat food. It doesn't matter how great of a deal you can get if you don't have a cat. And even if you think you might get a cat in six months or in a year, you still wouldn't buy the cat food just because it's on sale. You can think of courses and training in that same way. If you can't use it in the next, say, 30 to 60 days, maybe reconsider whether you need it at all. And finally, I hope that you will consider a ratio of creating to consuming. Personally, I aim for a five-to-one ratio. For every hour I spend on a webinar or watching a training of some kind, I try to spend five hours implementing what I have learned. Not necessarily what I've learned from that single webinar, but what I've learned cumulatively. Yeah, that's a word. If you're brand new, now that ratio might be a little bit different for you. Maybe you want to spend three hours implementing for every one hour of learning. As long as you are implementing and as long as you are creating more than you're consuming, that is the most important part. Now, before I send you off to create something, I want to let you know that coming up next week, I'm hosting the How to Grow an Idea Garden webinar. If you're listening to this episode before January 18th, 2024, I hope you'll consider joining me. An Idea Garden is a tool that you can use when you're in creation mode. It will help you never run out of content ideas. And for creators like us, sitting down to a blank page is often the biggest hurdle. Having an idea garden you can call on eliminates that. The live training happens on January 18th at 3 p.m. Eastern. Last week, I think I told you it was on the 10th, but I had to make a schedule change. Anyway, you can register at tinycourseempire.com forward slash ideas. It's free to attend. And yes, there will be a replay if you can't make it live. That's it for me this week. I will be back next week to talk about the waves that Google and Yahoo are making for email marketers, how you can make sure that you're prepared, and whether or not we need to be concerned at all. Have a terrific rest of your day, and I will talk to you again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at SixFigureSystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.